depending on the time you've tuned into my podcast, I am Kai Bart Williams, and this is Failing in Love. Give me just one second so I can adjust my microphone here. All right, there we go. Hopefully you guys and gals can hear me a lot better out there. Um, I hope you're done with all your holiday shopping, your Christmas shopping, your Kwanzaa shopping, your Hanukkah shopping, your shopping just to shop, you know. Um, we are officially now into the winter solstice. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, and it is the shortest day of the year and my least favorite. Um, like seasonal depression, man, that, that stuff's real, you know, and... I blame the day after Christmas or the day before Christmas. You know, not necessarily Christmas Day because, you know, it's Christmas Day. (laughs) I mean, but then again, your family might be poor or something and that might suck, you know. The expectations of you having all these presents under the tree and you just, you really ain't got it. I just wish we could get back for the true reason of the season uh, no matter what your religion is, it's just the betterment of humanity this time of year, you know, being there for your, 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 your fellow countrymen or just human in general. I, I think we need to get back to that. But uh, I digress. I want to talk about reciprocal accountability. And what that is, is just like, you know, I've been on social media way more than I should have been because, you know, I took a hiatus. The only time I'll be on here, you know, I would plug, oh, here's a failing in love episode. Here's a failing in love episode. Here's a video of something I think's cool. Here's something about my Broncos, yada, yada, yada. So, um, I had a little bit more downtime than usual because, one, my cottage flooded. And that's a whole different, uh, that's a whole different episode, man, because, Insurance doesn't cover flooding due to structural damage. And that's... Uh, anyway, man, that's that's a huge mess. So in my downtime, uh, when I wasn't on the road, I seen myself indulging in more social media. And two of the big things... Well, it's, it's really three things, but I'm trying to narrow it down to two. On social media is equality between men and women. And then it's also, uh, I want to say elevation is this the best way I could phrase it. And I'm going I'm to give you two instances or whatever. Now, many of you, I think, oh, well, maybe all of you, hopefully all of you, know that I'm a survivor of domestic violence. I'm not proud of it. You know, uh, a lot of people are like, why didn't you just leave? How could a woman beat on a man? Just, just some myriad of questions when it, when it comes to that. And like I'll do the Kai versus Amber episode two, three, and four uh, coming soon. But it's it's more psychological. You know, when I was growing up and witnessing some of the things I've seen as a kid and growing into a young man and becoming the man I am today, my big thing was a man never puts his hands on a woman. But a bitch needs to be checked. And they will take advantage of that. And, you know, I'm not really one for using the N-word or the B-word or the F-word. But, oh, yeah, man. 
I say it again. Men, you are never to put your hands on a woman. But sometimes you got to check a bitch. Because if not, she will take full advantage of you. And I can't speak to everybody's story. But when I was being abused, it, it starts off simple. You know what I mean? It starts off with like door slamming. Which now I equate that to Kyle punching the wall or something. You know what I mean? It, it starts with just screaming and hollering in other rooms. And then I don't know what to equate that to, what, what a man does, but it's like there there there's similarities in abusers, I guess, before they actually get physical with you. And I remember uh the first time that Amber actually slapped me. I was like, hey, don't do that shit again. And then she, cause after she did it, she stepped back. Cause it's like, she was waiting on me to hit her back. And I was just shocked that a motherfucker hit me. <laughs> because like, if a dude hit me, we're gonna be bumping, win, lose, or draw. You're not even gonna put your hands on. But this is the first time in my life that a woman actually hit me. And I was like, whoa. And I, it, it, it just caught me off guard. So, with that being said, now people talk about men are equal to women. Why doesn't it apply when it comes to domestic abuse? So, on social media, I'm looking at the Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion thing. And I'm quite sure y'all got your own opinions and your own fact-finding, but this is what I got from it. Uh, Tory Lanez, young dude, he's a rapper. Megan Thee Stallion, young woman. Uh, she is a very successful rapper, entertainer, and Tory being a young guy, he, he gets around like young Tupac used to, so he used to mess with Kylie Jenner, got a little piece of that or whatever, or Kylie Jenner, whichever one of the Jenner girls, he got a little piece of that, he got a piece of uh, Meg the Stallion, Meg didn't like to share, she didn't know that he was community penis, and when they was in the truck, she let his ass know. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Tori is like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, He's a very small guy. 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, maybe 130 pounds. Maybe. And Meg Thee Stallion is a very thick 5'10". Damn near 6 feet tall. Excuse me as I take a sip of my drink. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah. Uh, over 200 pounds. If that was a man in a woman situation call the cops yeah do something baby you defend yourself so what it came down to they were fighting and i don't know what type of man pulls hair in a fight but apparently he was pulling her hair and trying to hit her in the face or something like that she ended up getting shot in the foot and not in the chest not in the throat not in the face not in the stomach not in the thigh she got shot in the foot to me that seemed like it was a warning shot gone wrong. That seemed like some old Harlem Night stuff. Like, you got your ass whooped. Let me, what you gonna do? Quick, you gonna shoot me in the pinky toe? Blocker! And he got her. And then everybody's like, oh, that's fucked up. And this, that, and the third. Yeah, but let that be. Flip that. Let that be a six foot man beating on a five foot four woman. And then, like, oh, end his career. 
same shit with like Jada and her entanglement and Will Smith losing his ever-loving mind. Whenever the shoe's on the other foot, it seems like it's like, yes, sis, get that. But whenever we're in that same position, it's like, well, I mean, shit, he, he shouldn't, he should never put his hands on a woman. Look, take it from somebody who lived by that mantra. To this day, I've never put my hands on a woman. I've had to restrain a woman from pulling a gun out of me, trying to stab me, trying to hurt my children. I've had to do that. But as far as striking a woman, I've never struck a woman in my life. And um, what it comes down to is I remember she was lying and she was like in court and she was breaking down. They made it like I was a mixture of Hitler and R. Kelly. It's like I'm killing a whole bunch of people and raping kids. And I'm like, nah, that's that's not even true. That's that's not that. But they would just go off of her words. And with everything being equal, everyone's quick to say that men lie. Women lie too. Men manipulate and cheat. Women do too. So in this whole Tory Lanez thing or whatever, long story short, dude was getting his ass beat by a woman who was much larger than him, but still a woman nonetheless beating his ass and he shot him in the foot and now like she said oh I wish he would have killed me instead of all this going on no you just didn't want to be held accountable for your bullshit ass actions if you don't want somebody to put their hands on you don't put your hands on them I don't know why we got away from that maybe it's the internet you know how the internet everybody's talking tough shit I wish a motherfucker would I would da 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 Back in my day, I'm a little bit older, you couldn't talk reckless like that without having to see somebody. But now you got all these keyboard warriors talking this and that and the third and what they would do and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you should never hit a woman, my guy. You a sucker if you do. You know what? Never, never put your hands on a woman. But hey, you might have to check a bitch. And it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference, man. I, I say that from the bottom of my heart. excuse me my daughter is a woman now and from the teachings that her mother and I have gave her if I was told that my daughter had gotten into a fight with a man best believe he disrespected her and put his hands on her first and then we all know that our children can lie to us but it's like you know what's in your kid's character too like now if she got locked up on assault, like fighting some young woman or whatever, 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 yeah, she may have felt disrespectful, disrespecting through that first punch. But with the guy, he had to put his hands on her first because it's a very real thing, especially when the man is the aggressor, that the man can easily kill a woman because we are stronger. Fuck all that equality shit. Men are stronger than women physically, but women have a higher pain threshold. That's why they give, you know, they have babies, they give birth. So we, we, we gotta stop with this equality shit unless it's gonna be across the board equality. You know, like there was this myth that women make 70 cent on the dollar than men, 
but recent studies have shown women from 40 to 65 actually make $7,000 more per year on average. The reason why they make less in the beginning is because they're taking secondary jobs in the home outside of motherhood or they're not working. And on average, a male works 44 hours a week when a woman works 41 hours and the male is working in a more skilled labor force. Like he may be an electrician or a, uh, a roughneck or, uh, you know, an engineer or something like that, where a woman may work in hospitality or work in the office somewhere. So I think we need to get all our facts straight before we start just putting all this stuff out there in the world. And uh, that was the first part I wanted to touch on. Second part is just elevation. Uh, again, watching social media. And they were talking about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, uh, Hall of Fame cornerback Deion Sanders. He was the coach at uh, Jackson State University, and which is HBCU. It was poorly underfunded. I mean, they didn't have proper equipment. They didn't have proper training facilities. And what Coach Prime done, what did rather, he reached out to some people that he had relationships with and were able to get the young men new uniforms, clothing for when they travel uh, because when they used to go on their travel trips to go to other uh, cities and states to play other colleges you know you're supposed to wear your jacket uh, slacks an Oxford shirt and a tie and they didn't have that some of them had polos some of them had like the team hoodies they were like mismatched they didn't look like a unit Coach Prime brought that they didn't have a proper weight room. Coach Prime brought that. The, even the band needed uniforms. Coach Prime got them together with new instruments. Then he reached out, and this is what the media doesn't tell you. He reached out to affluent African Americans and was like, hey, uh, I need some help. You know, this school, you know, I, I like coaching down here, but the school is really not paying a lot, man. Uh, you know, can y'all throw something in? You know, because like, if you've ever played college sports, you know how the alumnus, they'll leave like a little envelope in your locker. It'd be like $500, $200, depending on where you rank on the team. Like, it'll be an envelope, straight cash in your locker, and you take it and you go out. And the, the better the player, the more perks you get. So... These kids weren't even getting that. They have the NIL now, which is the name image likeness to where uh, players are finally getting paid, where the universities be getting millions and the players are getting nothing outside of the boosters. So Coach Prime kind of leveled out that playing field and he was making, and I'm not trying to check the next man's pockets, but he was making $300,000 at Jackson State, which to you, definitely to me, I can't speak for you, $300,000 is a lot of money coaching. But he was offered $5 million in Colorado. Call him what you want, but I would quit the job that I had if they paid me three times as much as my old job. You know what I mean? If a new job's like, hey, we'll pay you three times as much as what you're getting in. Okay, got it, done. If uh, I was about to work a film contract and, I mean, work a film job and I seen the contract and, one person wanted to pay me scale. Another person wanted to pay me three times scale. Hell yeah. I'm going to take the other one. This man was at 18 times what he was paid his previous employer. 
And when they won the uh, SWAC championship with an undefeated record, mind you, with brand new bowl uniforms, mind you, they was disrespecting Coach Prime, calling him a coon, calling him a sellout, calling him a traitor, while they're at the presentation playing disrespectful ass music. If you want to leave, well, bitch, go. Like, it was horrible. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, it, it, it just boggles my mind how, you know, people could put their heavy expectations on you when they don't even have the strength in their own legs to squat what you squat. You know what I mean? And it, it it's hurtful, I feel, like, to the culture because Prime wasn't even really talking about how he reached out to the affluent African-Americans and nobody was like, yeah, we're going to throw in. We got you. Yeah. 300,000. I mean, I'm not naming names because I don't know, you know, what's in anybody's pocket, but we got a lot of black billionaires in this country. We got a few black billionaires in this country. Seemed like somebody could have treated them right. So to me, that's just kind of like a big slap in the face. Like people will say things in public, but move totally different in private. And uh, when I think about this whole situation with Coach Prime, it makes me think about my stepdaddy, uh, Rudy. Rest in peace, Rudy. But he used to tell me, Grandpa, people want to see you doing good because they can relate to you. They can tell people that they know you. They can ask you for favors, but they never really want you doing better than them. Because if so, they're going to feel like they failures. And they messed up in their life, dog. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Rudy, I do know what you're saying, man. It's like, I've been in a position to help people for, I want to say, half my life, roughly. And I would do it not so I could feel anything. It just feels like when you're in a position to help, you do it. It's like maintenance on your spirit. Uh, I don't think I ever really talked about this, but for the past, well, it, not when I first moved down here, but since Rooster was born, uh, every Thanksgiving down here in Nashville, I would give away one turkey dinner, one suit, and $300 to a single father. And I used to, you know, I used to put it on Facebook, like, hey, if anybody knows anybody in the Nashville area that this, 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 this. And I was like, nah, let me do, let me stop doing that because it seems like I'm trying to publicize God's work. Like, it's God's working through me. Like, a lot of people, they will give so people would notice that they're giving. And that's not what you're supposed to do. But like, uh, so that's what I would do like while I was here. And back home, I would give people better, better bags. And with the better, better bag, it's like, I have $20, like two shots of whiskey, toothbrush, toothpaste, soap. If it was a woman, some tampons, 
If it was a dude, some condoms, uh, some hot chocolate, and it would be a uh, a turkey sandwich with like some Cheetos and some Fritos and like a Coke or a Sprite. And I would just give it out to people in need. And my brother Deacon was like, well, don't you, did you feel anything from it? Don't you feel anything? I'm like, nah, that's, it's just like maintenance, man. Like putting in gas in your car or getting the oil change or brushing your teeth or taking a shower. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to do that. That's, that's just what you do. And <clears throat> a lot of people have gotten away from that. A lot of people, and again, going back to social media, people try to make themselves seem like they're better than what they are. So when I would hear these people talking about Coach Prime being a sellout and Uncle Tom and a coon and all this and the third, it's like, how jealous are you? And how much has this decision affected you? And how much money have you donated to an HBCU recently? People are so quick to judge. They are, they are so quick to pull the splinter out of their neighbor's eye before they pull out the plank in their own. And that's why, like, with, you know, the holiday season being here and all that stuff, I'm just kind of like, yeah, 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 hopefully you got your holiday shopping done because it's become so materialistic now to where it seems like the season has lost all meaning. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be damned if I'm making $20 an hour and I work 10 hours to get you a pair of shoes. That's 10 hours from my life that I'm not getting back for you to get a pair of sneakers. I'd much rather spend that 10 hours with you just having a meal or hanging out or talking and walking, something like that. And maybe that comes with age. Maybe that comes with loss. Maybe that just... Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But what I do know is if you put God first, again, what I do know is if you put God first, and let me say this one more time, if you put God first, you'll never be last. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Peace.